So if you are going to a job every day, if you are in a relationship, if you are doing all these things that are dissonant and that are sucking your energy, you are not going to be able to decide. You are not going to be able to live in your purpose. Does that make sense? So it's, I think about things being alive. I go towards things that light me up and it sounds like it can be a little woo and weird, but think about it. Like, why would you choose to stay in things that are literally sucking the life out of you? doesn't make sense. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for, even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. I'm unbelievably excited for today's guest. Her name is Kat Golden, and she is a good friend of mine. But more importantly, she is the creator of Nurses Inspire Nurses, which is a movement that helps nurses find their confidence, create their own schedules, maintain their self-care, and take a chance on their dreams. Today, Kat and I talk about so many epic things, not only the seven-figure business she's been able to create in under two years, but how she stays in the highest alignment of integrity how one plus one actually equals three. Yes, you heard that right. And how she truly believes that she is so in alignment with what she's doing. And she really has her head down and is 100% creating a life that she absolutely loves and inspires the world around her. I cannot wait for you to meet my good friend, Kat Golden. Y'all, I'm so excited for today's guest. This woman I have known for the last few years, and I was just telling her before we push record how unbelievably, like, I just look at her and I almost cry every single time because she is a person who has literally accomplished so much and made such an impact in this world over the last few years. And yet she's exactly the same human that I met um, a few years ago when we were in Los Angeles doing a mastermind together. And I'm just so fucking proud of you and what you've accomplished in this world. You guys, this is my girlfriend, Kat Golden. She is the founder of Nurses Inspire Nurses and the woman who takes massive action to make an impact in this world. And I'm so excited you're here today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Seriously, I just, I adore you. And I was just telling you before, obviously this podcast is called Decide It's Your Turn. And it's for yeah. people to understand that they get to make a decision and you have made decision over decision over decision in the last few years in doing what you do to impact this world and the nursing world in particular. You talk about all the time how basically action trumps everything and you have taken some massive, massive action. So before we kind of dive into that, I'd love for you to kind of give everyone your rendition of who you are and what you do and why you're so like what, in your own words, you have literally hit the jackpot of life and now everything else is just gravy. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, no, I'm really, I'm Kat Golden. And I, I think 
I'm just someone that likes to have a good time and elevate every experience. I believe anything is possible. And I was a nurse that wanted more. And I, you know, I've always been a hustler since I've been a little girl. I worked hard for everything I've had. And I think, you know, really growing up, my parents always encouraged us to try things. And so I tried a lot of things in my life. Like I'm talking like basic things. Like they were like, you don't have to like piano, but like you have to try it. Or like, I remember ice skating. They're like, my mom's like, you're going to fall down. It's fine. Like you just have to try it. And I think it was a gift because it allowed me to not have judgment on myself and just really be open to trying things. And so working as a nurse, I had been on my own mindset journey after I'd gotten divorced and life really didn't go how I planned. And I just looked around at my coworkers, like, you guys are so awesome. Why are you so sad? And I was like 30, 31. And I'm like, we have so many years left to work. Like, I'm not going to live like this for the next however many years I'm here working. Like, this is terrible. And so I just wanted to do things to make our work environment better. And that's just a natural part of who I am. Like, I love making any experience better. Um, like energy is my superpower. And so I was like, cool, we're going to have a great time. And everyone's like, no, this is not a great time. I'll never forget even one of my um, coworkers that I was friends with, everyone was asking her, like, is Kat for real? Like, is she really <laughs> like this? And, and my friend Emily was like, yes. Like, she's actually like, because they thought I was just like, hey. I don't know, bullshitting or something. And, and she's like, no, she's like this all the time. <laughs> So, so yeah, I never even, I didn't intend to start a business. And I think that's the most beautiful part. Like I just saw a need. I just acted out of what was natural for me and my own skill set, And I wasn't trying to do anything. I just like genuinely wanted to help my coworkers. Yeah. I love that so much. So, so for people who don't know, um, mm-hmm. you were a nurse mm-hmm. and the nursing community, which I didn't know if you're outside of the nursing community, it's not, you know, a known thing that, you know, nurses have a, like, I guess I just never really thought of it until I met you about nurses Mm -hmm. having a really tough go and not being treated the way that they deserve to be treated. And a lot of them really not liking what they do, going to work, dreading it. And so you knew, you told me, you said, I knew that the hospitals weren't really going to change. So how do I change or how do I help change the nurses world? And so that's kind of how Nurses Inspire Nurses came about. But I'd love for you to kind of talk about the beginning journey of that. And one thing, you know, a decision, you know, what decision did you have to make followed by a whole bunch of faith and action? Like I always say, um, you know, what decision did you have to make in order to change what you were a part of? I just decided, really the first thing I decided was that I was, there's two, I guess, big decisions. The first one was that I was going to be vulnerable and open up about what I observed and what I myself was feeling. So I think, you know, nurses are helpers and they get a ton of joy from helping other people, but they're the last ones to ever ask for help and they're sacrificing their own happiness all the time. And so I'll just never forget one day, I just, it was like, you know, when you just like know something inside and then it just kind of like word vomits out. Like I was just like, this is messed up. Like I couldn't like not say anything anymore. And I was like, I'm going to start doing something about it. Cause I'm not, I'm, I mean, if you know me for five minutes, I'm never going to just talk about something like I'm going to do something about it. So 
I was like, I'm going to start offering support for us because I knew that there was hope and, and everyone was waiting on someone else to help them feel better. Like when the next schedule comes out, I'll feel better when X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, honestly, fuck that. Like, why are we waiting on someone else for our own happiness? Like, I'm never going to do that personally. Like <laughs> that I already know that's not going to work. So, um, I was like, I'm going to do something about it. And once I opened, like once I made a decision to say something, it was like, I gave everyone else permission to say something like, like, it was like, nobody was talking about it. They're like, you feel that way too. I'm like, yes. Like we all feel that way. Like we are taking care of dying kids. That is hard. Like, when people like verbally abuse you or like we were always, I mean, this is like working in downtown Detroit, whatever you're picturing in your mind, that's accurate of how it was. I mean, this was like stuff that you would never even see on a TV show. It was the, it was the most insane, insane experience of my life. I'm like, yes, this shit is very hard and it's okay to say it's hard. So let's like support each other and do something about it. And then once I made that decision to say something, it was like therapy hour with Kat, like I couldn't even work. Like, I was like, guys, I have to go hang my meds. Like, this is not, I realized it was not the environment at work to talk about these things. So I decided to host a coffee talk, which is just like a meetup basically to, I had the idea from like other bloggers I had seen. Gabby Bernstein talked about like going to the library and just speaking before she became a speaker. And I knew I wanted to help my coworkers, but I had no experience mentoring or speaking or anything. So I was like, I gotta get in person and do it and practice and see if I could even really help them. Although I knew inside, I felt that I could, I didn't have practice doing it. And so I decided to host these coffee talks and like, nobody came to my first one and that was fine. I just took a picture and I was like, next coffee talk. Okay. That is one of the most defining things or one of the most like, um, you know, historical things that you say, because so many of us, I've used that example a thousand times with my clients, you know, you having the willingness to say, yeah, I said I was going to do this thing. I went and did this thing. Not one person showed up. Well, you didn't fucking quit. And that's where Mm -hmm. like 90% of people go wrong. 90% of people go wrong. My very first mastermind, I paid like 18, $19,000 to figure out how to do it. And I only had six people show up the very first time. And you know what? I could have thought, oh, I'm a loser. I probably shouldn't do this again. You know what? We're on our fifth or sixth one now and we've sold out. You know, I, I couldn't have quit the first time if one person would have done, wouldn't have done it. And that's exactly what you did. And now a coffee talk where not one fucking human showed up has now turned into a multi-million dollar industry that is serving globally nurses and people way beyond the nursing. Because that's where I, like, even I just think about sometimes what you've done. Yeah, you help nurses specifically, but then the families and then those people, the nurses showing up are showing up different to their, like, patients. Like, I mean, you have just created a ripple effect in this world. And it all started with a quote unquote failed coffee talk. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, thank you. It sounds so good when you say it like that. Wow. (laughs) Amazing. A failed. I'm going to re-listen to this when I need a, when I need a pop up with Christina in my ear. Wow. Thanks. I like literally like veins pop out of my neck. Like I'm so freaking. And you know, something that I think that you continuously do all the time is like you said, your energy is your superpower. And a lot of people, every single person on this planet, like I say it all day long, every single person on this planet has a purpose. And that purpose may be to impact the world or to impact one person, but we all have a gift and your gift is energy. So if you, like, I know that there's people out there listening right now who are going, well, 
energy. What the fuck is that? Like, how is that even a gift? How do I create something out of that? You know what? You took action and you give people hope. You give people mm-hmm. energy. You inspire people. I watch your Instagram stories, which by the way, like if you guys go follow Kat and Nurses Inspire Nurses, like all of the handles are uh, in the show notes. You follow her. I follow her. Kat, what is it? Kat Golan dot inspires now? Yeah. Yeah. It used to be Nurses Inspire Nurses, but like we have that account too. So you, if you're I a nurse, know. go to and that you're account. You're all over the world. You're all over the place. But one thing, I watch your stories and it's not only about nursing, you guys. You could give two flying fucks about nursing in order to follow Kat and be inspired to be a better fucking human being on this planet. You know, I watched one of your stories the other day and you were talking, you you had gone out of your way to buy coffee holders for your team who you now have. How many employees do you have now? Eight employees. There's Eight. nine of us. <laughs> nine people now. Like I literally, like this is just amazing to me. I'm just so fucking excited for you. But yeah. you know, you bought these coffee holders and you wrote a kind word about every single person on the coffee holder and gave your team this coffee. And you were talking about how, you know, if no one else is going to do it, you can do it for yourself. And just little things like that, that you are making this world a, diff- a better place, a place that more people want to be more joyful and energized and happy. And something that I think that you hit on so, so well is the fact that there is not one level that's going to make you happy. You Mm -hmm. are truly a happy person, whether you were literally like making $30,000 a year, broke as a fucking joke, just recently divorced versus where you're at right now. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I actually want to go back to one thing that you had said about energy because I actually think this is really important so um it kind of all ties together with I think energy can be a very vague thing and I never it's so interesting so I got divorced about it's gonna be almost eight years and I mean if you would have known me back then I'm just literally a, a completely different person like I wasn't in tune with my emotions I wasn't in tune with energy, anything like that. Um, and it's very fascinating over time as I worked on myself, as we, you know, as you've done the same and just, you know, change and grown and all of that. But I think a really simple way to put it, and I do business very differently. I do things really, really differently. And I feel great about that. And there's like, I'm so crazy about who I take advice from or follow and all those things. And someone that I really admire that is very successful is Susie Batiste, who is, uh, started Poopery, which I'm sure we all know, like Poop Spray. This lady has like a nine-figure business on Poop Spray. Like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about that. Like, it's crazy. So I did a course of hers last year, and she talks about energy so beautifully. And I think this is a really good way to think about it. So she uh, basically talks about ideas and things being alive and chasing alive ideas. And so I have nothing in my life that I dread. Now, that doesn't mean that like every single day I'm like love doing every single task, but I have set up in my life in a way to take in time that I feel very alive. And so just a quick little thing about energy that can help you understand she talks about resonance and dissonance. And I learned this from her. So <laughs> this is not an original idea. I'm just <laughs> repeating what Susie taught me. But it's very important because when you're resonant with an idea, like what Nurses Inspire Nurses is to me, 
it basically means one plus one equals three or more. It's not even one plus one equals two. It's that one plus one equals three or more. So, so I'm actually stronger with nurses, inspire nurses than I am without. She's alive to me. It can be an idea, a person, a thing like our phones, everything, this chair, it used to be an idea, right? It was intangible. This shirt used to be an idea. Now it is alive and it's real. So that's when things are resonant. When things are dissonant, we all have experienced this too. When one plus one is less than one. We've all had those people in our life that literally suck our energy out. We cannot explain it. Maybe it's a job. We literally, I can guarantee every single person knows what that's like. And you can't even explain it, right? It's just energy. It's dissonant. It is not alive to you. So if you are going to a job every day, if you are in a relationship, if you are doing all these things that are dissonant and that are sucking your energy, you are not going to be able to decide. You are not going to be able to live in your purpose. Does that make sense? So it's, I think about things being alive. I go towards things that light me up and it sounds like it can be a little woo and weird, but think about it. Like, why would you choose to stay in things that are literally sucking the life out of you? It doesn't make sense. Oh, it makes so much sense, right? Like, think about, like, relationships, even just, like, yes. people who you surround yourself with, right? Like, there is people that you get off a phone call with them, you go for a walk with them, you go for a drink with them. You are literally vibrating when you leave. And then mm-hmm. there's people that you literally, before you go, you feel sick about it. You know, I always try to think to myself, like, if this is a way that I kind of handle things now. I remember this actually happened to me about three or four years ago. I was in Los Angeles and I remember I was asked to go do something. And then I like, it was almost like, I was like, Oh fuck, I really don't want to do this. I know I shouldn't do this. I don't have time to do this. And then it canceled. And I felt, Oh my God, this is such a relief. And I felt so calm after that. So I said, why the fuck did it take that canceling for me to think about that? So now my whole thing is if, if, if this person canceled on me, will I be excited about it or would I be? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. For me, it's just like, it's just like the defining factor. If I would literally be happier if that appointment or call or whatever it is canceled, then it doesn't need to be in alignment. And I actually think about that when I'm high, like taking on new clients, you know, like I have, I do a lot of one-on-one coaching and, you know, I always think to myself, if there's ever a time that I think, oh gosh, I'm dreading a call with a client, then my number one thing is I'm not the right person for that person. And I have a responsibility not to take that person on. Yeah. Cause it's not really resonant. So it's not going to go well. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I love that. Thank you. I love how, when I want people always to get takeaways from this, I don't always want them to be inspired, but I want them to literally mm-hmm. get takeaways. And so I love that you talked about that. Um, what, 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 what else were we talking about right after that? We went back to the dissonance and now I'm like all absorbed with it. I fucking love it. <laughs> I can't remember, but just something about energy. And I think I always think about that because so even in life or business or anything, like now there's, now there's points where I don't do a lot of things that people say you should do or, or follow these normal paths because it's just not resonant to me. And I have confidence now in knowing that it can work a different way. And so I don't know, I've just never been sorry for taking a chance on an alive idea or something that excites me because even if it doesn't work out, you're going to get a lesson. So Hmm. there's just nothing to lose. I think I have, I think because I kind of quote did lose everything that I have I have an advantage and that I know I'll be okay. Right. Cause even like I can call my brain and be like, Hey, I'll be fine. You know? 
A hundred percent. I believe that to be true too. I always say, you know, your pain's for your purpose, right? And most of the time when people hit like quote unquote a rock bottom, your rock bottom looked, you know, divorced and broke and not sure what you're gonna do. Mine looked like ironing in a bedroom at fucking two o'clock in the afternoon after failing Q school and having an eating disorder and hating my life. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what your rock bottom is, but like when you know that you've kind of hit this moment in time where you're like, okay, I know that like what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, I know I have so much experience from what I've been able to do at this point in time. Like, I know if I ever, if the world fucking collapsed, I know that I would fucking rock it as a McDonald's manager. Like, I know that I fucking would. I'd be like, damn bitch, they are going to be paying me the highest paid McDonald's manager fucking ever because that's just how I'll show up every day. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I think the same thing is true for you. You know, one thing that you have done so well over the years is, you know, do things your own way. I kind of started this podcast like this. You know, one thing that I have looked to you with such admiration for is the fact that you have done things so your own way. Like you don't get caught up in the hoopla. You don't get up caught up in who you're connecting with or talking about, or you love your team so deeply. Like, I don't know any one of them. And yet I'm like, I probably know Sarah's name and, you know, like all of, you know, your whole entire team who you just have love and adoration for and treat so kindly and go out of your way to, you know, pump them up just as much as the the brand itself. So how do you stay so level-headed? Like, how do you stay out of like all of the bullshit online where people are just pretending to be something that they're not or, you know, gloating about what they've done. Like I, you know, we said this in the beginning of the podcast, I never, ever fucking want to lose my integrity. And that's something that you will never do. I just know Mm -hmm. that about you as a human. I think because I'm so clear on what I'm here to do. And so I kind of learned this from Zappos, but one, I don't take advice from people I wouldn't trade places with. So there's many people I just look at. I'm like, you do you, boo. I would never trade places with you. So that doesn't even apply to me. I think, too, um, the culture equals our brand. So there was this moment. I used to have a blog with my best friend. I lived in Colorado for almost 10 years. And I'll never forget, I met a blogger that I really admired and I wanted to learn from, I thought she was so cool and she was just completely different in person. And this was like so long ago. This was like, you know, seven, eight years ago. There was not even Instagram stories. Like this was a whole different time and it was devastating to me. I was really disappointed. It sounds like, like kind of naive now, but I knew that I would never be that person and my business is so public and is so forward facing. And I know that like, if the only thing I did is just stay true to myself, when people come to our events and when they meet me, they literally are like, Oh, you're, this is exactly what I would expect. Um, and nothing about anything we do is private. Like I have nothing to hide. I let people come and look all around my warehouse. I live in such integrity that like, that's how I keep my energy high because it's exhausting being someone different. It's exhausting worrying about what other people think. It's exhausting consuming. I don't give a fuck what anyone else is doing because nobody's doing what I'm doing. So how are they going to tell me how to do it? Like it just, it doesn't make sense to me. And I think like our brains want X, Y, and Z, some path to follow. If you're looking for some template of some path to follow, like it's just a copy. So 
it's not gonna it's not gonna work no i i love it so much nathan and i were on a walk um a couple weeks ago and someone said something on a podcast and i like push play i push pause and i was like holy fuck i now like and i knew this inside of me i was like I know forever and ever, amen, I will be successful because I will always have my integrity. You know, I will always make it right. I will always be able to be like exactly what you said. Like when people meet me and they're like, oh my God, you're exactly the same idiot as you are. I'm like, yeah, like I, fuck, it would be so fucking hard to be fake. But you and I now know, like, you know, you Many people that, are. Oh, God, it's fucking insanity. But all that to be said, it doesn't really matter if, you know, you're staying in your own lane. How do you, how would you help someone listening to this who isn't, who doesn't have the clarity of what it is that you do and what you're so passionate about and why you can stay so in your lane with integrity? What would you tell someone who is trying to grasp for straws at what their thing is and is already going to say they're just on their phone too damn much. They're asking everyone else. If you get quiet and sit in your bathtub by yourself and just let the water run on you, you will know. I'm sorry. Like it's not even rocket science. Like I'm not trying to oversimplify, but honestly, I kind of am like, look at how much you're on your damn phone. Mm -hmm. It's just the honest to God truth. I love it. I'm off my phone now more than ever because I'm like in a fucking vortex and I don't want anyone to fuck with me. Like, I closed the business. I've never closed in my life. I actively take long periods off social now. I don't ever check my phone in the morning, ever. Um, my team, like, we, we're not even, like, on Instagram. Like, we will, uh, I have a schedule for them of who's running our nurses, our nurses accounts. Like, I'm so crazy about it. And I'm just, people are just, like, listening to too many podcasts well, as they're listening to this. Maybe it will inspire <laughs> you to do something. If if, if you're consuming too much though and not taking action and integrating and you're just on your, we're on our phones so much, like you've got to get off your fucking phone. No, I, I totally agree with that. Someone asked me the other day, they said, um, what's the latest book that you've read? And I was like, fuck, I'll be honest. I haven't read a self-development book in couple years, probably. I read a sales book that I really liked. I wrote, I read a uh, biography that I really liked um, over our, over our Christmas break. But I think the difference between, you know, especially the people I've seen in my masterminds and things like that. And sure, I'm sure you've seen this time and time again in your mentorship program, program, the people who have the greatest amount of success are the people who are consuming the least and acting the most. If you can learn from fucking Tony Robbins, fucking the the highest paid motivational people on the planet. And there's and I think that you would probably agree with this. In the beginning, there's a season for that. But if you stay in that season, all you'll be doing is fucking filling your brain with everyone else's ideas and not moving the needle forward with your own. Yeah, I think it's important to know. Like our brain is getting that hit of dopamine when we're, your brain doesn't know the difference of reading and being inspired or listening to this podcast and going out and taking action. It's still a hit of dopamine. And I think that that's like very important because it's science. So you need to actually go out and do something. It's why like watching a movie about some like athlete or something makes us feel so great. We're like, oh my gosh, but like we didn't burn a calorie sitting our ass on the couch, you know, like you're like, oh my gosh, I should go work out. I feel so inspired. Yeah, I'm sure you do because your brain got that hit of dopamine. That's a great way of thinking about it because a lot of people don't realize that, right? It's exactly yeah. the same thing. That's why you like want to jump off the couch and go work out. Well, fucking just go work out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Same thing. Um, what would you say right now is 
the the things that you're working on that are honestly like the most important to you right now? Like what is what is filling your life on a daily right at this moment? I want to always be the most giving person I know. And this is how like I've had clarity since I've, you know, do do things differently. Like the things I do make no business sense. They don't make sense monetarily. They don't make sense logically, but they make sense for our business. And I, it's taken me like kind of a minute to stand in my power in that. So I'm just wanting to give back to my community as much as I possibly can. And I just had this vision of like this open channel. And I think there is all the abundance in the universe waiting for us. It's just how much I can expand and open up to receive it. And as long as I'm giving and the channel's open, um, will be great. And it's, and I don't do it perfectly. Like it's easy at times to get distracted. Like we have a shop. I'm literally going to go down in history as selling the most product with the most basic design you've ever seen, because we're not a cool boutique. That's not the point. It's about the community. And it's so easy for me. Cause I, I like, I love style. I love fashion. I'm like, want to go off and la la land. And I'm like, nope, cat, rein it in, come back. Like that's not, it's, it's, I get so many ideas and I want to do all these things. It doesn't matter. We're community first. And as long as I am giving to my community, we will never have a problem. So and that's what I'm focused on. One thing that you say all the time is we are human first and we are mm-hmm. nurses second. Yep. And I mean, I think how many industries do you know that they put who they are before being a human being? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with my team. That's like how we lead our team. Like we show up in our humanness always and we always show up for each other. So like there's times where like people have things going on or they don't want to come to work and like it is expected that someone else will fill in for you always. Like I actually did away with PTO this year because one of our values is to act like an owner. So we're not going to have PTO because you should know when you need a break, when you don't. Mm. So you're always going to get paid and uh, find someone to cover your shit if you don't feel good. Yeah. And if and, and sometimes I do, yeah. you know, like I'm like, don't I don't want any emails going out if you feel that way. I don't want anything being posted on social if you're not. So that's like your journey to know that. And so like, like we cannot tell our community to embrace their humanness if we are not going to live that out every single day. Mm. I love that. I love how you. I mean, that's what the most successful people in the world do, right? Like, mm-hmm. people, And the fucking happiest humans too, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that's so fucking important. Like, I see you all the time, you know, literally, truly doing things that make you happy. And so many people think that you can't actually do that. Like, you are the hardest worker, but you also do have that amazing balance in your life. Like, you know, tell us, like, I'm, and this is maybe just a selfish question. What is like the things that you absolutely love doing that fill your soul? So this, that's a good question. Cause I get asked that a lot, but I think the missing piece to that question, what shifted it for me is that everything is a feeling to me, literally every single thing. I think about how every single thing makes me feel. And I think we do not, I used to never be that way because, um, I don't know why, honestly, I don't know why. So I'm not even going to worry about that, but I know that everything changed for me when I started to think about how I wanted to feel. So I think about how I want to feel. I think about how I want my employees to feel. I think about how we want our customers to feel. It drives everything I do. Like I have this coffee mug that says queen 
I do not have one coffee mug that doesn't make me feel like a million bucks for whatever reason. Like, I look at this and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm a queen. Um, because that makes me feel great. Like, I love that so much. Like, I have blue nails because I love the color blue and I don't like to not have my nails done. These nails make me feel great. Um, I don't know. I have a snakeskin rug because I love animal print and this rug makes me feel great. I feel like this is my magic carpet over here. I make shit up. I really do, but... Um, it just makes me feel great. So that's, that's how I stay, I think in good energy and like do things that make me happy because I'm thinking about how things are going to make me feel. Does that make sense? Like it's why I get dressed up to go to my warehouse because that's going to make me feel really great. It's why I want to like order us lunch or write on coffee sleeves because I'm like, we're my employees are here working on a Saturday and I want everyone that comes to my warehouse for this event to feel great. So if, I need them to feel great, then I need my employees to feel great. So how am I going to get my employees to feel great? Which we already have this like environment anyways, but I'm like, I'm corny as fuck. Like I'm going to get us matching masks. Like let's like all dress in a theme. Like I told everyone what to wear. Like they know that I'm going to, everything is going to be a vibe because I am like literally getting them in the feeling. So I already know that I'm going to text them in the morning and be like, I'm buying everyone coffee and breakfast. I already know that I'm going to write on their, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking about how every single interaction and how I want to feel and then how that's going to translate. Mm, You know what I mean? No, a hundred percent. I think that there's people out there now listening to this that are being like, oh my freaking God, I am going to change the way I look. I'm going to write something on a coffee mug. Like, you know, one thing that I think I'm pretty good at is being very intentional, like with blessing others, whether it be with Mm -hmm. a comment or buying some coffee or sending even like I do it quite often, like just even my clients, like I know they'll have a bad day or something like that. Yeah. Send them 25 bucks to go do something. You know what I mean? Like, or their daughter, buy their daughter, you know, a toy or something like that that like right because I do believe that like I feel honestly like so blessed that this is the life that I have created and I want to use my life as a blessing you know every single day I write in my five-minute journal I live a blessed life blessing others you know Mm -hmm. that is literally something that I think that if every one of us could live in the intention of being a blessing to others so you haven't used the word intention yours is there a uh, blessing, but yours, you are blessing people with your energy. You are blessing like the situation and what you get to do. And so I just think, but I also think myself too, like I'm trying to have a vibe home alone that no one's ever going to know about. That's never going to get posted on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck. Yeah. A hundred. Like, that's what I think people don't think about. Like, even if you're just doing it for yourself, like your life will increase exponentially. If you're just focused on your own happiness, it will just naturally spill out. Hopefully. Well, yeah, I think so too. Because how can you bless others if you're not even happy? Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, I want to show up as the best version of myself because when I'm happy, like when I'm taking Yes, everything's better. Yeah, everything's better. You know, like, and yeah, for sure. I definitely, I definitely use social media as a tool in my business, but you know, people know 90% of my life probably, but there's 10% behind the scenes that like, I'm more than fucking happy to like you know, it was snow day here in Arkansas. My husband comes home at five o'clock, which he never has come home at five o'clock in his whole entire life. We had fucking wine and charcuterie board on a fucking Monday, like at five o'clock. That makes me so fucking happy. Like what in the world, right? Yeah. What is, what is the one thing in the next, probably not one thing, but like in the next couple of years, what is something that you want personally as well as professionally? 
I mean, personally, I want to be in a relationship. Like, I want to spend my life with someone, um, the right person, mm. <laughs> not just anybody. But no, um, I'm going to say that as much as we've learned about you here today, there's uh, no oh my settling God. that will happen. No, and I would never do that. I think it's a little bit hard. <sighs> it's a little bit hard because there's... <laughs> Like I, it's hard to match the energy that I have. I'm just going to be honest. Cause it's going to take a certain, it's going to take a certain person. Even Sarah, my sister, she's like, there's someone special out there for you. Oh, I'm, like, percent. I'm like, Oh yeah, we know that. Um, so I definitely, that's like number one, honestly, like I, I want to share my life with someone, um, the right person professionally. I don't know. Um, as long as I'm supporting my community, like I, it will all work out. I, I hesitate to, and I know this is crazy because I'm so big on manifesting, but I'm already manifesting something great. Um, I believe we'll just be everywhere. And I don't want to like think about what it's actually going to be because I think it's so much bigger than I think it's going to be. So I'm just like being open to what it's going to be by me. We'll be everywhere. Like there's 4 million nurses out there. Like they will all know about us. Um, so yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this before. My husband told me this story. He was listening to a Joel Stein, um podcast, and this is coming back to what you said about not limiting what you what is possible. He was listening to a podcast, and it's funny enough that this conversation had to do with a golfer, but there was a professional golfer playing with a Saudi Arabian king. Have you heard this story? No. It's the most craziest story. So he's playing with this Saudi Arabian king and the king goes, oh my God, this is the best of my life. What can I give you? And the golfer was like, nothing. This was great. Thank you. He's like, no, no, no. I want to give you something. He's like, okay, how's a golf club? And the Saudi Arabian king's like, okay, yep, no problem. So the golfer flies home, waits a couple couple weeks and he's like, gosh, I never got that golf club. That's so weird. A couple weeks later, a letter comes in the mail. The Saudi Arabian king gave him a golf club. Not a golf like club. Like solid gold. Not a golf, nope, not a golf club, but an actual country club. Oh my God. Country club. It's like an actual club. Okay. An actual country club. <laughs> and the point of the story was we sometimes ask God for a club, a golf club, mm-hmm. instead of asking God for a country club. Yes. And now I love my that. husband is so intentional about asking for country clubs <laughs> instead because we never know what the blessing is in this world. So you want 100%. to, you know, you, you would never want to limit yourself or, you know, what is possible because God always goes, you know, what, what you thought versus what I think is, is totally different. And I know that there's so many country clubs coming your way. I just, I just think that you're, truly amazing human being. I'm super grateful to call you a friend. And I'm so glad that I've been able to see a tiny snippet of all that's gone on in the last couple of years. So I always Thank ask, you. Oh, of course, I'm so proud of you. I always ask my guests uh, one final qu- question, which is, what is one decision you were afraid to make that once you finally did, it ended up better than you imagined? Or if it didn't go the way that you wanted to, what lesson did you learn? it's nothing really related to business. It's always with my personal life. And you know, like ending my last relationship was so hard for me because it was good, but not great. Um, and I just knew it wasn't going to align with where I was going. And so that was so hard because it was comfortable. And, um, 
yeah, it's like, oh, like I didn't want to be alone, you know? And so that, that was like truly one of the hardest decisions probably I've made really recently. Nothing with my business is hard. It's alive to me and it's, it's a no brainer. Um, but always with my personal life more or like telling people like, eh, it's not going to work out. (laughs) So well, I think that that's really huge. And I know that so many people got so much from today. And I know I did too. Like, I love, I love the live, the one plus one equals three. Like, I mean, wow, that's just so, so amazing. Um, we'll be sure to put, uh, what is the poopery lady's name? Yeah, Susie Batiste. Just, <laughs> just go look her. She's very wild, but you'll see. It will not take you long to realize why I like her. Oh my God. No, I bet you she's crazy as fuck. And I, I love it so much. Anyway, I, so appreciate you. I adore you. And I cannot wait to see what country clubs are in store for you. Me either. (laughs) Bye, girl. Bye. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys, check out the show notes. Find the link, christinalacure.com forward slash network. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.